right. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Murder Happy Hour. What's up, guys? Why do I always sound that like I'm a like I'm a weird radio host? Welcome to Murder Happy Hour. I know. Come right? on down. Like a game show? Yeah. No game show here. No, just murder. Mm-hmm. A little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a lot of wine. Depends on the day. It does depend on the day. Yeah. Usually a lot of wine. I could use a lot of wine to talk about this one we're talking oh, about today. I just... Yes. I normally really enjoy researching this kind of stuff. Yeah. And this one kind of... I had to, like, take a break midway through. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't read anymore about this guy. Yeah. Not good. No. So today we're talking about Robert Berdella, also known as the Kansas City Butcher, mm-hmm. also known as the Collector. Yes. All of them disgusting. He's a gross man. He, uh, yeah, so he killed six men, mm-hmm. tortured them, or kidnapped them, tortured them, raped them, murdered them. Um, I, t- <laughs> I wrote this down in my notes because I had, I thought it was funny. So I was researching this, um, and my husband was sitting beside me, and I'm like, oh my God, this guy killed six men. And he goes, I killed four mice today and I'm like okay I did not know where this is going and that was gonna take a really weird turn like I wasn't sure if my husband was gonna admit to being a serial yeah, killer right I mean, in front of me he seems pretty serial killer-ish he does he's quiet he's sketchy you gotta look out for the quiet types mm-hmm. but just mice well then I'm screwed then yeah my husband's the mega quiet type. what if we find it we can just do an episode on our serial yeah. killer husband someday whatever we're gonna look back on this episode and be like knew it (laughs) anyway he only kills mice not people as far as we know so that's good (laughs) i feel like i would know yeah i feel like you'd have some sort of like an inkling also like i'm not covering for him and i Mm -hmm. told him that already like if anybody comes questioning and like you look guilty i'm not providing an alibi for you Mm -mm. you're on your own tell death to us part man but not if you're a serial killer yep nope not into it anyway so, so tell us about Robert. Let's talk about Robert Brodella. So, I'm going to start with his childhood, give you a little background about who he is, where mm-hmm. he came from. Um, he was born in 1949 in Ohio. Um, he was raised in a very religious Catholic household. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad worked at Ford. His mom was a housewife or a homemaker. Um, Robert was smart, but he was kind of a loner, and he didn't have friends. Mm -hmm. He, like, didn't socialize, didn't go outside. Um, He did okay in school, but he was bullied. He had a speech impediment, big glasses, was unathletic, just kind of your typical. Yeah, had high blood pressure, so he couldn't play sports. Yeah. It was dangerous for him. Yep, and his brother his little brother was super athletic and played sports yeah. and so his or their dad um favored the brother yeah. over him um so the dad was also an upstanding citizen he physically and emotionally abused his kids he beat them with a leather strap so dad wasn't dad started the whole downward spiral the chain yeah mm-hmm. Um, so by adolescence, Robert had, um, realized that he was gay. 
He did keep it a secret. Um, he had a girlfriend, I think, to cover well, it up. Yeah, or, a girlfriend in his young teen years. Yeah. Um, and he was actually, though, like, really rude and condescending yes. towards women. So basically he, like, d- not discovered, but he came to the realization that he was gay and this made him, like, much more, like, confident and arrogant for some reason. Yeah, like, he, like, figured out who he was and then decided yeah. he was just, like, going to be mean to women and, I think, people yeah. in general, too. Um, so, when Berdella was 15, his dad died of a heart attack at the age of 39. Um, and so, to kind of cope with this, he, like, really, you know, sought comfort in his religion. Mm-hmm. But then later kind of did a 180 and like yeah. became really cynical about religion and yeah. he became. was like very into religion but he was very into like criticizing it yeah um his mom remarried shortly after and robert was really upset about this mm-hmm. thinking that like she betrayed his father even like i think it sounded like he must have respected his father, even though he abused him. Yeah. And, I don't know. It Very seems like unhealthy a, relationship. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this just made him become more of a loner and antisocial. Um, and that's kind of all I have about his adolescence. Yeah. Um, in college, he came out. Yeah. <clears throat> Started to be more himself. He was very artistic and was in school for art. Mm-hmm. Um, while in college, he got caught up in a lot, caught up in a lot of drug use, yeah. and began torturing and killing animals. Yeah, he like killed a duck and a chicken in front of his friends. Yes, and he was actually kicked out of college for artwork which featured him torturing and killing animals. Yeah, so, like, like he, it ultimately got him kicked out of school. Yeah, he was calling this duck thing art. Yeah, just so bizarre. Um, but yeah, so he was in school in Kansas City and he stayed in Kansas City even after he, um, got kicked out of school. Um, and then after that, he spent a lot of time with male prostitutes, Mm -hmm. um, criminals, runaways, drug addicts, things like that. Um, he saw it as like he was mentoring them, but he was really just having like inappropriate relationships with them yeah he like didn't have any yeah he didn't have any real friends so he like took in these younger Mm -hmm. guys and and he had a little store where he sold art jewelry and antiques what's it what was it called rob's bizarre bizarre yeah (laughs) that's for sure that's That's, bizarre that's the it's bizarre like the understatement of the year i can't yeah that's just strange but yeah but he was also like kind of a like a big community guy too like he mm-hmm. was involved in neighborhood watch he was the chairman of neighborhood associations um yeah. like his neighbors just thought you know maybe he's a little weird just but a he's a little strange helping little did they know yeah but he's you know helping people out and he's on neighborhood watch he's fine um but yeah so his bizarre bizarre business it I mean he I think he like had spots at flea markets and he eventually had like had a his own storefront store mm-hmm. yep but it didn't you know pay the bills no. so he also took in lodgers so I think this kind of started with mm-hmm. the you know the prostitutes drug addicts things yep. like that and he'd take them in and like they would do chores for him or like find yeah. ways to pay him and stuff ways to pay him yeah so Lots of ways. That's where we begin with 
The murders. Yes. The murders began in 1984 with Jerry Howell. Yep. So Verdella met his dad, Paul Howell, at a flea market. Mm-hmm. He was selling his... Knickknacks. Items. <laughs> um, Jerry was 19. Yep. And he made fun of Robert for being gay at first, but then told him that, like, he later, I think he was overcompensating, maybe, I don't know. I think a lot of this is actually coming from Robert Berdella himself, so take it with a grain (laughs) of salt. Um, But he had, uh, Jerry later admitted that he and his friends were actually prostitutes, male prostitutes themselves. Um, So, at one point, Robert had talked to Jerry and told him that he would drive him to a dance and so yeah. jerry took the ride and robert gave him drugs and alcohol to kind of subdue him and then he ended yep. up um tranquilizing him and kidnapping him yep while kidnapped he was tied to a bed for 28 hours where he was tortured raped and violated with foreign objects until he finally died from a combination of drugs the gag in his mouth and choking on his own vomit Mm, After his death, he was butchered, drained of his blood, and cut up with a saw. Uh, He then, Berdella then put his dismembered body in trash bags, and it was disposed of by waste management unknowingly. Like, this poor guy, can you imagine? Mm -hmm. Like, his body parts are just in some landfill somewhere. Yeah. And that kind of started, like, the spree. Yeah, for sure. He um, he was actually questioned about the disappearance of okay. this guy, too. Um, and he just kind of said, nope, like, I drove him to this dance, like, dropped him off, never saw that him was again. That. Yep, and then the dad, uh, Jerry's dad, Paul, also, like, suspected him and accused him of it, and I, nothing came. I mean, they couldn't prove yeah, it. Yeah, couldn't prove it. So nothing happened. Um. But then, in 1985, um, his second victim, Robert Sheldon, who was 23, mm-hmm. um, showed up. He was uh, he had stayed with him previously when he was yeah. like lodging his or like he was taking homeless. lodgers. Yeah, so he showed up, asked him if he could stay again, um, and Sheldon was not raped though. No, like, that's the weird thing. Robert was not attracted to him. Nope, he, and he, I think he almost sounded, like, annoyed that he had to do that. Like, he actually called him, quote, inconvenience. Yeah. And that's why he decided to kidnap him and torture him. He was never raped, but he was restrained and tortured. He, uh, with Robert, Mr. Berdella began experimenting with chemicals. Um, his wrists were bound with piano wire to try and permanently damage the nerves. Drain cleaner was put in his eyes, and caulking in his was ears. put in his ears. And he inserted needles into under his, his fingernails. Uh, he eventually suffocated Sheldon and dissected his corpse before he had to get rid of it because workers were coming to work on his house. Coming to clean the toilet, sir. Coming got to it. unplug the toilet. Yeah, just got to quick suffocate my victim here and get rid of, get his rid of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so practical about it. Mm-hmm. Oof. Gross. Yep. So then, in 1986, um, Berdella took his third victim, Mark Wallace. Mark was another homeless friend, and Berdella found him at trying to sleep in his shed. Mm-hmm. Wallace was drugged, shocked with high voltages, and had a hypodermic needles stuck in his back. 
He died a few days into the torture, and his body was disposed of in an unknown way. Oh, I just can't imagine. Oh, like, yeah. It just keeps getting worse. It does. So The worst one's coming. The fourth victim, James Ferris. Um, again, he wanted to come stay at his house. So when he called um, asking to stay with him, Robert actually accepted right away with the intention of kidnapping him. Like, I think he kind of just, like, the idea popped in his head. He's like, man, I don't really want to kidnap this guy. Oh, wait, no, I changed my mind. Now I do. But Mm -hmm. this guy, he right away was like, yep, I think I'm going to torture this guy. So they met at a bar, um, and Robert said that this was the first victim he intentionally tortured. The other, yeah, the, no, no, the other ones were just like, he was just, seeing what would happen and like experimenting oh, and like putting caulking in yeah, someone's ears just and, to see but this mm-hmm. guy he actually must have had like some ill some, will towards the other guys were just unlucky i apparently. would say he had some ill will towards him judging yeah, by the way he was tortured a little bit i don't know if it was mentioned but he was tortured by electrically shocking his genitals Mm -hmm. for two days before he died with 7,700 volts of electricity. And for up to five minutes for each shock. And acupuncture in his neck and genitals as well. I can only imagine the amount of, like, what his idea of acupuncture was. Oh, you're right? Holy. It wasn't a millimeter or two (laughs) under the skin, I can assure you of that. Just awful. So in 1987, we have our fifth victim, Todd Stoops. Todd was a former prostitute who also had stayed with Bradella previously. He was drugged and kept hostage for weeks as a submissive sex slave. He suffered electrical shocks to his eyes, injections of drain cleaner in his throat, and... And I wrote the rest I can't even talk about because it's it's too gruesome. Like, I'm sorry, don't look this up. Mm -mm. Do not Google it. Do not ask about it. It is unspeakable. I'm sorry. This poor, poor gentleman. I wrote it down, and I put puke, yuck, disgusting. Yep. Nope. I'm not even... It's bad. We don't even need to... Nope. Poor Todd Stoops does not need us talking about it. That's how bad it was. No. Anyway, sixth victim. Larry Wayne Pearson. The last murder victim. No. Why do I have seven? The last murder victim. Oh, yeah. Last murder victim. Mm-hmm. You're right. Sorry. Um, so, Larry stayed at his house, and he did chores for him to pay. And he worked for him rent. at the shop. Oh, right. Um, and so, this guy, he did not intentionally decide nope. to kidnap him right away. Him off. Yep. Made a homophobic joke, and that was the end of it. So, he got him drunk. He drugged him. He tied him up in the basement. And he suffered the same form of unfortunate torture Mm -hmm. that Todd suffered that we are not speaking of. Um, But For six weeks, he tortured him. Yes, because he was cooperative. Mm -hmm. He, like, must have played along. Um, So, after the six weeks, Larry bit Robert's penis. He had enough. I mean, I feel like after six weeks, he took mm -hmm. his opportunity. Unfortunately, this got him killed. Hello. Hi. Hi, buddy. You can't hear this. Little ears. Um, This isn't a child. This is a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify. Um, So, 
he, well, Robert had to go to the hospital to get treated, and then he came back and dismembered Larry's body and stored his head in his freezer. Yeah, I mean, logical. This guy is all over the place. Like, he is Mm -hmm. cutting his victims up, he's keeping some body parts, he's throwing some in the waste management, he's burying some in the backyard. He's doing all the things. (sighs) So, in 1988, uh, Berdella kidnapped Christopher Bryson, who was a 22-year-old prostitute that he solicited for sex. Berdella knocked him unconscious and restrained him. Uh, Bryson suffered the same torture as Berdella's previous victims, Mm -hmm. but he gained his trust and eventually talked him into tying his hands in front of his body. He then used matches in the room to burn through his restraints and jumped out a second-story window wearing only a dog collar to safety. Yep. Broke his his foot jumping out the window, found a neighbor. A meter maid. Yeah, shouted... To call the police? Mm -hmm. I mean, can you imagine? Yep. So, police searched the property and found a human skull and human vertebrae with marks from a bone saw on it. And he found... Did you say he found a human skull in his house? Yeah. And, um... Teeth in envelopes. Um, a hacksaw. A chainsaw with blood, hair, and flesh on it. Um, they did a luminol test and... That basement lit up. Uh, They discovered large barrels covered in blood, personal belongings of two of the victims, and a stack of Polaroids Mm -hmm. of the men being sexually assaulted and tortured. 357 pictures. They also found what they call, um, I don't even know what they call it, a... Torture Torture logs. Yep. Uh, They found very meticulous writings containing details of the abductions, tortures, rapes, and murders. So, like, step by step, like, how long, when, why. Although, so I watched this, like, little clip of an interview somebody did with Berdella, and I found it interesting. They, like, asked him about these torture logs, and he, like, laughed. Like, the creepiest thing. He's like, torture logs? Like, they weren't torture logs. They were just, like, little notes. Like, totally wrote it off. Like, no big deal. They were just post-its of my torture. Which they have an actual picture of the log. Like, you can't see it, but you can... It's like a... It's line a le- like yeah. a line notebook. It's a it's notebook not, where he yeah, took it's notes not about like what he did. It's terrible. It's not like a bright yellow stick sticky. No, it's a torture log. It is exactly what they say it is. Mm-hmm. And also, don't look up the pictures either. No, they I ex- just did. It was exist, a bad idea. They exist on the internet for some reason. And I looked at them all, and they're awful. You shouldn't. Don't do that. Mm-mm. These poor guys. And... Actually, 23 different men were identified in the photographs. So I think they'd said that, like, some of these people were maybe just, like, prostitutes or whatever, like, that he didn't choose to kidnap and torture, but he, like, did take their pictures and kept them and must have let them go, apparently. And so, yeah, it was just... Or they've just never been found. Well, yeah, that's true. But the guy did admit to these six, well, six victims and then the seventh one that got away. And, like, so just I'm looking right now <clears throat> at just part of the w- the logs, and it's, like, detailed out by, like, the minutes. Like, 7.30, 7.40. Like, he detailed out, like, minutes. Yeah, like, I don't know what, like, 
of what he did, what the reaction was, what... So, this wasn't just some little... No, this is very meticulous. Mm-mm. I mean, you don't have hacksaws and drain cleaner sitting around nope. for nothing. Not good. Ugh. Disgusting. This guy is, like, the creep of all creeps. So, basically, oh, he, he eventually pled guilty to and took a deal. Yep. So, he was formally charged with the murder of Larry Pearson and pled guilty um, sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And he also pled guilty to the charges against Christopher Bryson mm-hmm. for, I think, like, sexual assault and Kidnapped. Kidnapping. There was quite a few yep. different. And he eventually died of a heart attack in prison. Yep. Not God rest his soul. No. Yuck. Yep. Sick, sick, sick man. Yep. He, uh, like, one, he even said, like, he never viewed his victims as people. Like, Mm -hmm. once they were tied up and he was torturing them, like, they were just experiments. They didn't mean anything to him. He, like, didn't even view them as human beings. So gross. You can also uh, purchase the eyedropper he used in his torture home on supernot.com for $700 if you'd like. What? Yeah. Disgusting. No, thank you. Yeah. But they did. They, I have that in my notes, too. They auctioned off, like, things in his home, like furniture, artifacts, and things like that, and got $60,000 from all that stuff, which I really hope got put to some sort of good use somewhere. But I have to give props to this guy. So this businessman, millionaire guy, bought his house. And burned and it down. tore it down, yeah. I th- I mean, he looked for evidence. I mean, they, like, let the police search and stuff and get as much evidence as they could, and then they demolished the house. And, like, in my in my mind, and I, I knew this wasn't true reading this stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. in my mind, when you think of, like, this creepy guy, like, kidnapping people and torturing them, I was envisioning this, like, creepy house in the middle of nowhere. No, and it was, like, like a nice house. Yep, and it was probably, like, six feet away mm-hmm. from the neighbors on either side, like, just and in the, the neighborhood. just thought he was just, oh, you can also buy some of the collars he used. Oh, my goodness. $3,500. Oh, my goodness. That's disgusting. This shouldn't be something Mm -mm. that you can do. Nope. Nope, that's... This is not okay. That's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. So, basically, his neighbors were like, oh, we never thought anything of it. Like, oh. No. I mean, this guy was on Neighborhood Watch. He was a weirdo, I think, but nobody... Yeah. I mean, seems seems normal enough. I just think, and the one guy, you know, they questioned him in the disappearance, and I think they actually um, questioned him in the disappearance of another one of the guys because he obviously, like, had connections with these guys mm-hmm. and knew them, but, like, never, nothing ever came out of it. And uh, Robert Berdella himself even blamed the police. He was like, well, if they would have done their jobs, then less I mean, people would have got killed. Oh, yeah, no, it's not your fault. You sicko. So, this guy is the cream of the crop. Bad, bad, bad. Very bad. Don't even know what to say about it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's, that's all we've enough. got on this one. Yep. We do, he doesn't deserve really any more. No, so icky. Any more discussion. Until next time, guys. Stay safe and lock, lock your, your freaking, freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.